you have the whole world in your hands. So how are you going to shape it? Welcome to the Right Where We Belong podcast. I'm Steve. This podcast is for the storytellers and dreamers, plotters and schemers of the writing community. And this session is about world building and just a few things you need to consider while you're burrowing down the rabbit holes of your imagination. Science fiction and fantasy writers know that one of the more important elements of developing their stories is world building, essentially creating the environment where the story takes place. Whether it's dystopian cyberpunk or magical fantasy with six-legged unicorns, it doesn't matter. Setting up the world in a way that lacks credibility or pulls focus away from the story you want to tell is a recipe for rewrite. Rewrites, in my mind, are a good thing. But too much of that rewrite good thing can be bad for a writer's psyche. So let's break down world building so it doesn't break us down. World building doesn't have to be a highly structured activity. However, it does need to include you understanding the ins and outs of what takes place and why. Here are some things to keep in mind when building your world. Generally, we have an idea of where our world is in terms of how utopian or dystopian the society is. In other words, we know how close or far away from the ideal the world we're building is, even if we can't articulate it. I use something I call the Plato-Orwell scale to calibrate how great or terrible the worlds we're building are. At the Plato end of the scale, we of course have Plato's Republic and Thomas More's Utopia. As we move closer to the Orwell side of the scale, we see things like the Hunger Games series by Suzanne Collins, Stephen King's The Stand, Huxley's Brave New World, Orwell's 1984 and Animal Farm, Philip K. Dick's The Man in High Castle, Margaret Atwood's works, and a bunch of depressing stuff by Heinlein. It doesn't matter whether your world is something in the present, past, or future, or, for that matter, the genre you write in. Even if you're writing a modern romance or a modern murder mystery, you still have to have a handle on how dark or light the setting is. Understanding that clearly allows you to match your style and tone to the story that must be told. Let's talk a little bit about credible world building. Whether you choose to reveal it to the readers or not, a question you need to answer for yourself is, how did the world get to where it is now? Was there a natural disaster? A huge technological breakthrough? Some sort of rapid change in the environment? Was there a war, an industrial accident, disease, invasion? Sometimes it helps to look to history for inspiration. Read about Mount Vesuvius, the Norman Conquest, the Dust Bowl, Bhopal, India, or other places where man or nature left a mark that changed the world. Think about your world in terms of what's unique about the technology, magic, or even mutant superpowers that are ordinary in the inhabitants part of the world. How do these things make the day-to-day -day different than your life in the present? What are the things that make it easier? What are the limits? If you understand the limits, you probably have a better story. Even if these things are different, you'll need to explain to your readers just enough so they can roll along with the parts you gloss over. You want to find the sweet spot between information dump and the types of details that enrich the story. Another important thing to keep in mind when it comes to world building is to remember that your characters are the center of the universe from the reader's perspective. Your readers should care about what happens to them. If we fail at keeping the focus on how our characters move the plot forward, we run the risk of creating a story that is little more than a pretty empty box. And this is the danger of leveraging an incredibly imagined world as our setting. Too much world and the characters become specks of dust on a vast canvas. 
the key for us is to zoom in appropriately so our characters remain the focal point. In my sci-fi work in progress, I know what's happening on the other side of the world at all times, but my storytelling zeroes in on what's going on, where my main characters, and where my foils are. The rest is irrelevant and probably uninteresting at the moment. So the question is, what do we do with the vast worlds we create if so much of what we've built is irrelevant or uninteresting? First of all, irrelevant and uninteresting are not permanent states. Something irrelevant that we toss aside early on may be needed later to fix a plot hole. Something uninteresting becomes fascinating in the right context. Secondly, we use what we can use to make the setting and tone richer to give depth to our characters and to help plan the sequels. Even if we don't do those things, it's not wasted creativity for two reasons. One, creativity is never truly wasted. The creative process teaches us how to be better creators and problem solvers in the future, even if we see our current experiments as failures. Two, we as writers do an awful lot of writing that people never get to see. I estimate that 75% of my work is retooled before I pass a draft on to anyone to look at. The worlds we build are vast, but in our stories, we can only let the readers see a small part of them. Otherwise, the characters risk becoming insignificant. If the supernova that destroyed Titan Seven 400 years ago doesn't affect the main characters, you don't have to spend time discussing it. Keep in mind that many people have different ideas about world building and how far you should stretch your imagination. Some people say no limits. Other people say you gotta limit yourself, otherwise you're just going to be creating your world forever. My two cents is that if the world you're building is more interesting than your characters, you may need different characters. Obviously, there's a lot to world building, and we're only scratching the surface. We haven't touched on the art of imposing limits on the technology, magic, and superpowers, but we'll revisit world building another time and be sure to cover those things. To close, keep in mind that your characters are the center of the world you build, and that as the writer, you have to have a clear understanding of what happens in the world that you've created and why. Thanks for listening to the Right Where We Belong podcast. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe. For you social media junkies out there, join our community on Facebook at 3WB Podcast, where we'll explore the aspects of writing that you care about the most. Follow us at Right Where We Belong on Instagram and Pinterest. To continue the conversation on Twitter, please use the hashtag 3WB Podcast. Like us on Facebook, tolerate us everywhere else. See you next time. Until then, be the writer you need to be. Thank you.